Hello and welcome back to the Inner Stoa podcast. This is another Stoic Saturday and today's podcast's topic is going to be death. And we're going to be reading from Meditations from Marcus Aurelius. Um, one paragraph specifically I'll read and I'll kind of talk about my ideas on death. That's kind of a loaded topic. So this is from book three, paragraph one from Marcus Aurelius's Meditations. Not just that every day more of our life is used up and less and less of it is left, but this too. If we live longer, can we be sure our mind will still be up to understanding the world, to the contemplation that aims at divine and human knowledge? If our mind starts to wander, we'll still go on breathing, go on eating, imagining things, feeling urges, and so on. But getting the most out of ourselves, calculating where our duty lies, analyzing where, or sorry, what we hear and see, deciding whether it's time to call it quits, all the things you need a healthy mind for, all of those are gone. So we need to hurry, not just because we move daily closer to death, but also because our understanding, our grasp of the world, may be gone before we get there. I read this line a lot. And similar to uh, paragraph one of book two about uh, uh, just dealing with ungrateful people each day, uh, this is one that I return to quite often. And I actually wear a pendant around my neck. It's like a dog tag. And it uh, has engraved on it, Memento Mori. And Memento Mori translates directly to you must die, which sounds super aggressive, but it's just a essentially just a token to remind myself that my time on this earth is not only limited, but the time in which I actually have uh, my mind in the current state it is now. So I would say that my mind currently um, is favorable. I'm young. I'm still open to learning. I'm able to learn quite effectively. I'm ambitious you know, driven, uh, reasonably focused, right? All the things that, uh, that a healthy mind would have. And again, not only is my time limited on earth, but the time that I have with the current state of my brain is limited. And so I wear this around my neck uh, just about every single day <laughs> of all the days that I can manage to find it. I'm, I'm terrible with uh, keeping things where they should be. Either way, I, I do wear this pretty much every day. And just to remind myself that my time is limited. And that's what this paragraph's about. Um, I think a lot of people forget the second part of the paragraph, which is it's, it's not just so much that life is short. It's that your time with your brain is short. And the cost of not starting is something that's, uh, well, it's, I find it quite fascinating because procrastination is an interesting thing because it seems like we have this infinite amount of time in front of us but we don't and it's easy to get wrapped up in delaying the starting of something or taking our sweet time in completing something when realistically we should be acting with a lot more haste especially as a young man um, acquiring knowledge is something that is sort of a I wouldn't say a fear, but it's definitely a looming sort of time, uh, a ticking clock for me. I'm 23 years old, 
And there's a lot of uh, research and literature surrounding the fact that you know males between the ages 25, 27 are essentially stuck in their ways. You can still obviously learn, but who you are at 25 to 27, uh, the habits you've built up to that point is essentially who you are for the rest of your life. And the only way to really change afterwards uh, is trauma. Uh, people like Tom Bilyeu speak a lot about this, and and one of the reasons why a lot of the podcasts like this, or you know any of the most popular podcasts on self development, uh, and pretty much all of the self development is going to be targeted towards people who are under twenty five, eighteen to twenty five, right? That's the huge self development market. Why? Because those are the people you can actually impact. You can actually have impact on those people. You they they have the ability to take new ideas and, and change their character and actually, you know, uh, make progress. After 25, again, the, the research shows that it's it's not as likely. Again, is it possible? Sure. Um, but the fact that I'm coming towards that age is terrifying to me because, well, I feel like I have so much more to go. I, I, I have so much, I mean, I only have two years left to, you know, two to three years left of dedicated study and you know obviously it'll be a lifelong journey of keep acquiring knowledge and and keep studying stoicism but something that looms over me and uh based on how old you are you know you might already be past 25 so you're going to be have to you're gonna have to work if not (laughs) twice as hard as as someone my age or someone who's younger than me to uh, get the results you want and this looming over us is just another reason why as a man you can't hesitate you have to take action towards what it is you want to achieve and in the case of being a stoic that journey starts now and each day that you decide to not pursue the goal of being stoic of being sage since we're all non-sage each day that you delay becoming sage, studying stoicism, becoming the man you want to be, the stoic, is just one day you you may not have later. If you think that you have 20 years, in reality, you might get hit by a car tomorrow. Are you ready to die tomorrow? Are you ready to die the next day? It's a tough one that I I, uh, struggle with because obviously we have no control over that. We, you know, all we can really control is our minds and, and our, our responses to things somewhat. We have some control over our minds and in our inner citadel and we can retreat there and we can, we can live our lives there and we can, well, study stoicism and, and reinforce the structure. But at any point, all of our external, all of our experiences, our consciousness can be taken away from us. And we don't have any control over that. So I suppose the answer would be to always just start and continue and keep moving forward, keep moving closer. Non-sage or sage, right? Always moving, always moving closer. This idea of memento mori as well. Um, this pendant just having something on me um, I find is extremely beneficial when I'm running I uh, like to sometimes just rub it just to remind myself okay you're here you're here Um, you should 
probably also get some sort of pendant or get some sort of token. Um, I just simply got mine made at uh, just a local engraver. I just bought a dog tag and got them to engrave it. But it's uh, one way to just keep constantly reminding myself. The next is constantly nourishing my mind with stoicism. Um, throughout a lot of the texts, um, Marcus Aurelius's book, I mean, any, any of the Stoic books, they'll be constantly reminding of this, uh, this idea of death. And, and uh, there's another line that I actually had read in, uh, I believe it was Seneca, um, might have been Marcus Aurelius, but either way. And it, it goes something along the line, I'm paraphrasing, but it goes something along the lines of um, Alexander the Great and his mule driver both died. And both of them, um, despite you know one being a man of prominence and one just being a simple mule driver, both sunk into the you know earth and became atoms just like everyone else. And it's another thing too is like the humility of death, and that all of us are equal, and that we all have to die. Now, memento mori, right? You must die, no matter how powerful you are. It doesn't change the fact that you have to start now. It doesn't matter how great you think you are the answer for all of us is to continue studying and and to start studying and that's the extent of this podcast it's a bit of a shorter one but i hope that you get some value out of this and i hope that uh, you take the idea of memento mori and you get started on your path farewell